Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. You're still a fucking asshole. Think about what's just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. During an apocalypse, don't forget the nuts. Hickory nuts, that is. Yeah, we know hickory wood gets all the glory and all the love. Everyone loves the hickory trees. They cut them down and they make great sandwiches out of barbecue and meats. They smoke them and it's a fantastic deal. But little does anyone know about the hickory nuts. During an apocalypse, hickory nuts could be the best thing you can find. Hickory nuts can be eaten raw, toasted, or added to various recipes. Their rich, buttery flavor and crunchy texture make them an ideal ingredient for both sweet and savory dishes. You can use hickory nuts to make nut butter, pesto, or even a unique hickory nut milk. There are five types of hickory nuts. Bitter nut hickory, shag bark hickory, pig nut hickory, mocker nut hickory, and smooth bark hickory. Hickory trees are considered part of the walnut species and are plentiful, at least around Missouri and surrounding areas. So, during the apocalypse, don't forget to grab your nuts. Somewhere in the heavens, your great Grammy Gertrude is crying because her little Bebo is listening to this film. Remember to bleach your Bluetooth after every show. Everybody, this is two douchebags and microphone. I am Mark, and I'm Rob. Okay, um, so how you doing today, Rob? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Good. It's early, so yeah. All right, we're going to start off with something a little bit interesting. Um, it turns out that um, we're going to start off with some younger generation stuff, and then I've got some new Urban Dictionary words that we need to be aware of so when we hear them us oldie oldsters will know what they mean and can respond properly and not look like an idiot right yeah yeah we gotta have that yeah yes because here at two douchebags and microphone we look out for you right yep that's our motto every morning we wake up right i wake up here you wake up there and we get up we look in the mirror and we go we look out for you people that's what we do right yeah, okay. Well, there you go. Um, so, this is no different. Okay. First off, there is a thing going around called fubbing. Have you ever heard of fubbing? No, I have not. Okay, well, this is a younger term, and it, uh, it uh, expresses outrage because someone is snubbing you via their phone. Everyone's done this. You're like, man... I don't know why my fucking ankle hurts so bad. Gosh, I did something to it. I think I'm going to have to go to the emergency room. And they're over there fucking putting a selfie up. Right? Not giving yeah. a shit about your... And they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, that's funny. It's like, what do you mean it's funny? I just sprained my ankle and I can't walk. Huh? Oh, oh, oh. I, I, I meant, uh, I meant uh, um, it's funny that, uh, uh, that it happened right now. And it's like, shut up. You weren't listening to me. Just fess up to it, okay? You were fubbing me. Well, it seems that like a lot of new breakups of the younger generation is over fubbing. 
and they say this too. They're like, well, I got tired of being fubbed by my girlfriend or I got tired of being fubbed by my boyfriend. And so it's like a real issue. And, and I, I get it because it drives me nuts, especially the cover-up. You know, they always say it's not the crime, it's the cover-up. If yeah. someone would just be like, you know what, I got a little involved in my phone. I'm sorry. Here, I'm going to shut it off right now. What were you saying, Mark? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to give you my full attention now. I didn't, you know, I, I just got carried away on this conversation here. I'm really sorry. But instead, they're like, oh, no, I was listening to you. Yeah, you said uh, uh, the dishwasher in your foot. And, and, and it's like, no, dude, you know, you just caught keywords, but you're looking at your phone, right? Everybody's had that happen, right? Yeah, so be aware of fubbing. So while we were on that subject, there's some new. This is from the actual Urban Dictionary, not that. What what the what the hell was the other one that's so hard to find that they say that they're the um, new one, the new contemporary Urban Dictionary. Yeah, new I, contemporary. I believe yeah. that was it. Yeah. I think it's got a couple other phrases in there, too. The New Contemporary Urban Dictionary of America, or something like that, and surrounding area. I, I, anyhow, uh, not those guys. This is a real Urban Dictionary coming out with their real uh, terms. And here's some that Rob and I would like you to know. So if you, ha- if you have this thrown at you, you, uh, you can respond, respond appropriate and therefore look cool, right? Yep. Act like you're down with it. You know, you know the system. You know the game. You've been in it. So, okay. Hey, I've, I've got nothing but teenagers here. So oh, okay. Well, you're probably already privy to all this stuff. You're just going to be over there shaking your egg one. Yeah, Come and. Up. Yeah, Come and. Okay. First one is omni shambles. Omni shambles. All in one word. Like omni, like epic, you know, epic. Yeah. Omni yeah. shambles. Shambles is like everything just being destroyed. Right. Okay. Omni shambles basically means this: a person or situation that looks like a fuck up from all possible angles. Originally coined in S, uh, well, anyhow, of the thick of it, they tell you where it's originally coined, and this is some movie that I and you or I don't know anything about, Rob. And yeah, so I'm not. Yeah. I'm gonna spare everybody. Uh, not only have you got a fucking bent husband and a fucking bent daughter that gets taken to school in a fucking sedan chair, you're also fucking mental. And, and then it says, you see, you're a fucking omni-shambles, and that's where, that's what you are. You're like that coffee machine, you know. From bean to cup, you fuck up. So that was from some movie. If you're younger, you probably know what movie it was. Me and Rob I don't... I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The next one is interesting because omni-shambles, I could kind of tell by the name, right? You're like, okay, shambles, right, right. omni, epic, okay. So, sploshing. Ever heard of that? No, I have not. Me neither. This one kind of got me. It's a noun. A sexual slash sensual food exchange in which at least one person covers another person in foods of different tastes, textures, and temperatures. Eating the food off said person is optional. It is common practice for the splosh E to be nude, so as to heighten the feeling of the food on their bare skin. The splosher can be nude or clothed based on preference. Other common usages are the uh, present verb splosh. He knelt in the shower while his partner covered him with layer after layer of sticky syrups. 
slick oils, and chilled liquids. Never knowing that sensation or intoxicating aroma, she would be splashing him with next each touch of her hand or dribble or liquid scent waves of awareness shooting through his body. So that is their, their um, explanation of how it needs to be used in a sentence or sentences like that one. That's just weird. I I I agree. I agree. I am just the messenger. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this. I know. (laughs) No, I know. I'm just being a dick. Okay. Gung. (laughs) Gung Fu. G U N F U. And it's two words. There's a space in between. Gung Fu, like Kung Fu, only with a G. Is a style of sophisticated close quarters gunplay seen in Hong Kong action cinema and in Western films influenced by it. If often it often resembles a martial arts battle played out with firearms instead of traditional weapons. The focus of Gung Fu is style and the usage of firearms in ways that were not designed to be used. Shooting a gun from each hand, shots from behind the back, as well as use of guns as melee weapons or melee weapons or whatever are all common. Other movie other moves can involve shotguns. So gung fu has become a staple factor in modern action films due to its visually appealing nature. And this is a contrast to American action movies of the nineteen eighties, which focus more on heavy weaponry and outright brute force and firearm based combat. So, yeah, so you see a new movie, and it's like, hey, how was that new movie? Oh, a lot of gung fu. Oh, cool. I'll go see it now. It, you know. So that was pretty much on par with I, what I thought it was. You? Yeah. I knew it had something to do with fighting and, and conflict and all that. I just didn't know how, yeah. you know, how much. So the next one is called Cross Dreamer. And I think I got this one. I think I know what this one is, but I'm not for sure. A man or woman who get aroused by the idea of being the opposite sex. Many cross-dreamers identify with their birth sex, while others are gender dysphoric. Many cross-dressers understand themselves as transgender, while others consider themselves fetishes. Many, but not all. Uh, Okay. Many, but not all, and this is their term here on the Urban Dictionary, not me. Girl fags Mm -hmm. and guy dykes may be considered cross-dreamers. It seems the majority of cross-dreamers are attracted to persons of their own birth sex. Now, I I reiterate, this is what, I I guess it's not a derogatory word because it uses it here in the Urban Dictionary, but if it is a derogatory word, I apologize. Those two words. Right. So, cross-dreamers may express their feelings through cross-dressing and or creative cross-dreaming by writing stories, comics, and TG captions. Many female-to-male cross-dressers enjoy uh, uh, cross-dressing comics and stories, while many male-to-female write to read TG captions, images with short text. Male-to-female cross-dreamers are labeled paraphilic. And uh, anyhow, it goes on to some other stuff, but I think you all get the idea of what it's saying. Yeah, so, yeah. And it's like really kind of a difference in terminology, too, because uh, one, one uh, 
person might think it's a fetish and another person thinks it's the way it is, their lifestyle, how they are. So, anyhow, there you go with that one. Level 5 vegan. Okay. I think, uh, I think I got this one, but I'm not for sure. I think I got it too. The cross streamer one threw me for a loop. I did not know it meant that. I thought it meant something else. Okay. A vegan who won't eat anything that casts a shadow. As used on the Simpsons episode, Lisa the Tree Hugger, animal environmental rights activist, Jesse tells Lisa that that he is a level 5 vegan um, who won't eat anything that casts a shadow. Such thing doesn't exist, mind you. So, Lisa went on, oh, you're the best. And Jesse's like, yeah, well, that's a start. And anyhow, blah, blah, blah. Those are the words that I chose to accentuate because those are the new words. They're in the new category of words that people are using nowadays um, of the actual Urban Dictionary, the real one, um, not that other one that we've been dealing with. So, Rob, do you have something you want to go into here? Yeah, I I can't top that, but... I know, I know. <laughs> that kind of, the stuff in there threw me for a loop because I thought I would identify most of it by its title. Not really. Yeah. Not really. Um, no, they, they did throw me for a loop this time. Yeah, yeah, me too. Usually I can kind of guess, but this one, no. Uh, the meanings and the words themselves were completely different than what I thought they were going to be. So, okay, Rob, go ahead with yours. Okay. As you know, I find a lot of my stories on Newsbreak original. Mm-hmm. On Newsbreak. Well, this is a this one is a Newsbreak original by Newsbreak contributor Melly Allen. And I, I thought it was pretty interesting. Our favorite things from the 90s that no longer exist. Okay. Want to feel old? The 90s ended over 20 years ago. There are some of the things we miss the most about the iconic decade. Okay. Unpacking the CD cover. One yes. of the most exciting one of the most exciting parts of buying a new CD was tearing its insides and admiring them for hours. I I, I remember uh, when Yeah. Go ahead. I remember when they came in those way overpacked long cardboard sleeves mm-hmm. and I'd say ones that had cool art and hang them on my wall. Yeah. Yeah, I miss that, don't you? Yes, I do. I do. That, well, that's kind of why I'm going back to vinyls. Yeah. The covers. Oh, I love vinyls. For the art. Oh, I know. Uh, I used to love the posters and, and the they sound. put in there. And the sound. Yeah, I well. agree. Okay, up next, we have uninterrupted privacy. You remember when you could leave the house and no one could contact you? We're so connected nowadays that we can't even remember what being unavailable is like. I got an example for that, too, real quick. And let's try not to get detoured because I love what you're doing here. I love this. But, okay, the other day I did not hear my phone and I wasn't getting good signal. And it went directly, uh, it rang once, went to voicemail. Then when I figured it out and I called the guy back, he goes, Hey, how come you sent me to voicemail? And I go, Dude, I didn't even hear it. No, 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 it rang once and then it turned over. You you hit the uh, you hit the voicemail button on me. I'm like, No, I didn't. That is a prime example of no privacy. I just yeah, simply yeah. did not hear it and I didn't have a good enough signal for it to all run. You, well, I think we've all had this happen, right? It rang once, you don't hear it, and it goes to voicemail. 
Well, and some people think that you hit the voicemail button on them after the first ring. I don't want to talk to this dick. So that is no privacy at all because I didn't even hear it and I got accused of snubbing somebody. So go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. Next, we have gifts and cereal boxes. <laughs> yes, I miss those. My mother must have been confused when I picked out my least favorite cereal at the grocery store, but I was willing to eat anything if a product advertised a free prize on the box. <laughs> I miss those days. Oh, I do too. It reminds me you of... You got some of the coolest... Yeah, they go into how you used to get video games and CDs. Oh, yeah. yeah. The CDs were awesome when they did that for a short time. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll tell I, you. I remember when the old records came on the back of the box. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, they were actual... Those were, those uh, were some pretty cool records. They were actually... I think they called them 45s, the small records that yeah. were the singles yeah. on them. Yeah. Yeah, I actually... I think Davey still has a couple of those from, like, Alpha... That'd, Alpha, be, that'd, uh, be, that'd be cool. Um, what, what, Apple Jacks, maybe, or something like that, that had them on there yeah. for a while. And it was something like the Partridge Family or something like that, or the Monkees. Yeah. It was like poppy stuff back then. And that right, stuff, is, right. man, that stuff is so cool. I, I mean, uh, if, if, I, if I ever become a millionaire, I'm buying every one of them I can find. <laughs> so, right. yeah, anyhow, go ahead. Okay, next step, no cameras at concerts. There was a time yes. you could watch a band perform on stage with a without a bright glow from someone's cell phone in your face. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. That drives me fucking yeah. nuts. Because now you see what's going on in front of you in a little bitty screen because that screen's up around your eyes because they're holding it up to get a picture. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it drives me fucking nuts. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of groups, I forgot who they were, that say, okay, the first five minutes are dedicated to the cell phones. Then we want them all in your pocket, and you guys are going to enjoy a show. And so they would, uh, and this is two bands that did that, and I forgot who they were. Topher is one that said it in a podcast way back. And they came out there, they said, okay, all right, the cell phone uh, section of this program is over. Put them away. You got your pictures. Yeah, I, I remember that. Um, I can't remember who they were, but anyhow. Go ahead, Rob. Okay. Early instant messaging. Remember mm. how thrilling it was when your junior high crush logged into their internet mess instant messenger? Well, I was a little bit older than that. but I Yeah, remember, me too, me rem too. Remember ICQ? It was spelled I-C and a Q, and it meant yeah. I seek you. And you'd have people yeah. on there, and all of a sudden they'd go, uh oh, and you go, what? Oh shit! Someone, someone just messaged me, and then it'd be like, oh cool, that's so and so. Oh, I didn't know about that party. Yeah, I remember that. That was pretty cool. It really was. Yep. Okay. Next up, we have weekend movie rentals. Whether you yeah. preferred Hollywood Video or Blockbuster, we can all remember those family outings to select a new movie or video game that we could replay all weekend. Yep, or I preferred like the smaller ones, like Airway and Belton. Remember Airway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, oh, that's where we go all the time. Yeah, that's where we go too. They even had the drive-through. On Friday nights, we'd go to they Airway, the... get some videos, and go to Pizza Time. 
Yep, and also Airway had a liquor store there too, so it was videos and liquor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was the perfect place. Yep. Airway, we salute you, the former Airway in Belton, which is now a Mexican grocery store. We love you, Airway. We remember yes. you. Yeah. You had our you had our movies, including the dirty ones, plus alcohol. I'm starting to get and weepy. I came in after I turned twenty one. Same here. I'm starting to get weepy, Rob. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, I am too. That's nostalgia uh, right there. It, it, it is. I, I I mean, those people cared about us, obviously. Okay, next. <laughs> next. The music scene. Okay. The music scene. Mm-hmm. Not all that's love nineties music, but there is no denying the talent and passion that was born in that era. They remind us grunge was good and gets a lot of notoriety. Mm-hmm. But there was much more to the nineties music. Oh yeah. It was like the cranberries, uh um uh yeah. even the Foo Fighters originated in the late nineties, do you know that? Right, right. They did. Yeah. They did. Yeah, um, there's a lot of music that came from the 90s uh, that was not grunge, that was uh, um, just flat-out rock, you know? Yeah. And, and there's, uh, there's too numerous to mention, but yes. And I'll, and I'll go a step further. A lot of that 90s music that I didn't really listen to at the time, I listened to some grunge. I had my favorite, like, I, you know, Soundgarden was my favorite, and then Alice in Chains, right. liked them a lot. STP yeah, had like some good songs. Hard. You know, there was some good grunge that I liked, but a lot of it I did not like. But I'll tell you what, it aged well. Because now I hear it and I go, you know what, that was better music than I realized. Yeah, a- another band that I really got into, Stone Temple Pilots. Yes, they were they I were really, really good. Them. Yeah. And I like a lot of their abstract stuff that they did later on after the first initial punch took everyone by storm yeah. with sex type thing and then going on. But like uh, um, that one they did that 60s song. Uh, um, shit, I'll never think of it now. Anyhow, go ahead, Rob. Okay, next up, we have the cost of fast food. Mm-hmm. Everything was cheaper back then. It was a dollar. middle classers. The cost of fast food was as memorable as the deals they blasted. A McDouble, five a dollar. Per, Go yeah, ahead. now it's a double. Yeah, what? what five now? for five dollars, regular beef and cheddars at Arby's. Oh, yeah. Yep. And two ninety nine Subway footlongs. Yes. And dollar McDoubles, dollar small fries, dollar Cokes. Yep. For $3.50. dollar menu. Yeah. $3.50, you had yourself an actual pretty good meal. And that's all yeah. I could afford in that day, so it worked out well. Yeah. Okay, and last of all, people we loved. Mm-hmm. As time passes, so do people. Many remember the 90s fondly because of the memories they hold of those who are no longer with us. I would 100% agree. Uh, I would too. People in the spotlight, people not in the spotlight, everything. Yep. And uh, we salute all of you that made our lives full and happy, or maybe not. So, anyhow. Yeah, we do. Wow, Rob, I love that. I love that. That was excellent. Thank you. You're welcome. All righty. Well, let's take our first break. And, hey, uh, I got some emails. I got the emails caught up finally. Right on. I think some people got a little disgruntled, though, and they're not emailing now because I simply could not get to them. I apologize. 
email again, I'll get to you, especially if you're a, uh, a double timer or a triple timer. If it's not just like the, hey, love the show type that we don't have to answer. And we said thank you to all you guys. If it's something I need to answer, I will find it and I will get to it. So please have patience. Anyhow, we'll be right back. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. How does a butterfly take a dump? It never stops long enough. Maybe it just shits while lofting. Maybe it shits real quick while chewing flowers. I may never know. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Hey, sure. Produce a sound similar to a fart, but only once. Such that you cannot reproduce it and prove that it was just the chair. We're just like a really funny radio show with all the funny taken out. Hey, look. I think we found land. Oh my god, I think we're safe. Oh no! It's an island of horrible jokes. Why can a nose be 12 inches long? Because then it would be a foot. <laughs> Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name. Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. Douchebags and microphone. I am Mark, and I'm Rob. Okay, um, like we promised, we're going to get the emails. And once again, let me reiterate this: I tried to get everybody's email, but I could not. Um, some of it I had to uh, delete because it was just you know thank you ones or we like it, we love the show or whatever. And let's just do again, Rob, a blanket thank you, right, to all you guys. And, Thank you know, you, everybody. And, and the reason they're not answered is because of time. I mean, I would love to answer them and just go, hey, thank you, we love you too, or whatever, or what you like about the program most. But, I mean, so I apologize. A lot of them I had to delete, but we thank you, a blanket thank you, because of time constrictions. I mean, Rob, both have jobs, we have lives, we're doing this in our party. It is the holiday street. season. Yes. So, Mark, Mark's wife has a birthday. Happy birthday, Val. Yeah, yes, tomorrow. And uh, that's, Tomorrow, why, that's yeah. why we're doing this podcast here at 11.05 a.m. 
So anyhow, yeah. I will I will uh, pass that on to Val. I know she'll be happy to hear that. So we are going to go out tonight, of course. Uh, Topher and his lovely wife will be with us, and um, and another lovely person. So it ought to be fun. So um, anyhow, um, we have some emails here. All right. Okay. Hey, D-Bags. And that's what they, that's the way they spelled it, D-Bags, which is, I kind of yeah. like, it's an abbreviation. You guys mentioned that you are two and a half hours away. I was wondering how exactly that works. You sound like you're in the same room, Jesse, and then in parentheses, female, Oregon City. Is Oregon City, Missouri? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'll look it up later. Well, okay, Jesse, female Jesse, thank you. Um, I'm glad it sounds like we're in the same room. Um, but yeah. the truth is, Rob's two and a half hours away. He's down in Camdenton, Missouri. And he's on a Bluetooth yeah. that is set up right next to the microphone. So uh, that's good to hear. Yeah. Okay, Oregon City is in Oregon. Oh, it's in Oregon. Okay. Okay, yeah. well, thank you. Oh, that's that's. we had quite a few hits from Oregon. Thank that's you, awesome. Jesse. Thank you. Well, um, no, we're two and a half hours away, and we're lucky enough to have a system that works. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah. We're blessed. Yeah, we're we blessed. are. And this is the way me and Topher used to do it when Rob used to call in. We had the same Bluetooth on the table, and and it sounded really good there, too. This, uh, this particular Bluetooth that I use... It has a very good sound to it, and it's very portable. So it, it works great, and I'm glad you like it. And thank you, Jesse from Oregon City. Thank you, Jesse. Um, next one. Hey, guys, maybe you should, you should do a wrestling, and they spelt it the right way, wrestling, wrestling show, and a sports show weekly. Thanks, Jimbo in Des Moines. Number one, thank you, Des Moines. Everybody in Des Moines. Yeah, you guys, thank you, Des Moines. I cannot believe how well we're doing there. You guys are booming. Uh, yeah, thank you. Keep telling your friends, man. I I would love to, like, I don't know, actually register on some sort of a rating system up there. Wouldn't that be excellent? It'd be like, that uh, would be awesome. Um, we got this two douchebags and microphone. I, I mean, I'm not sure how that's done because we go by RSS, and RSS gives us pings of where people listen to us. And, right. Uh, so, and anyhow, um, okay. Wrestling and a sports show. I don't think we have enough time for what we have right now. We're trying to fit in a wrestling show, a sports show, not a wrestling show, and we're going to put wrestling in the sports show when Rob and I finally yes. get around to it. It will be show. included. Yes. So uh, I would say roughly about half of the sports show would be wrestling, right? Yeah. See, yeah, yeah. I get a lot of wrestling reports. Uh, you know, so. So here's another thing, too, is uh, the the sports show doesn't have to be an hour. We could go two hours if we have enough to talk about. So there's your both your shows right there. There's your wrestling and your regular sports. And uh, we're doing what we can, Jimbo. And thank you, yeah. Des Moines. So, um, yeah, we're not saying no. What we're saying is, is it may not be in that format, but it will be in the form of somehow. Agreed? Agreed. Okay. All right, next one. Rob, you said you have a Facebook page dedicated to the show. How do I find it, and could you possibly post recent shows on it? Thomas in Jersey. Let me answer this before you answer. You cannot post shows on Facebook. 
It does not let you post podcasts. So there's no way that Rob could post any podcast of ours on there. It simply will not let you. So that's out of the question. You have to have an exterior uh, uh, and a, a website outside of Facebook to do that on. And we don't have that anymore because the one that I had simply wasn't working. And I was paying for nothing. So, um, Rob, can you explain how to get your Facebook page? Okay. Well, it's under two douchebags and a microphone. But I've been waiting to hear from people to see if it's reached out or if somehow it's just stuck in my friends list on my on my actual Facebook page. I, I next time so I'm at work on that's break. What I've been well, you're on my friends list. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna get somebody there to look you up and see if they can find that. Yeah, it it's on under two douchebags and a microphone. Like I said, I, I'm me and my son were trying to get together and him sit down with me and make sure everything's proper on it, and I'm reaching out. I don't know because all the responses I've got are people off my friends list. We're going to keep uh, working on that it. That might be what's going on, and I'm going to work on that. Okay. Well, we have more information. We'll pass it on to you, uh, um, Thomas in Jersey. Thank you. But there is a two douchebags and a microphone Facebook page. Um, I think you could probably go in your search engine on Facebook and find it. It might take a minute, yeah. but you yeah. can probably find it if you really want to. Sorry, I wish we had a better answer, but we don't. Um, all right, moving along. Dear douchebags, just wanted to mention that my 85-year-old grandmother loves the show and when I visit her on Saturday, she demands I get the show ready for her downloads. Daryl in Kansas, Dodge City. Thank you, Grandma. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know how she found us. Could you write me back, uh, Daryl in uh, Dodge City, and tell me, did you turn her on to the show? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it is. That is awesome. Anyhow, any any chance, and then he wrote a P.S. here. Any chance Jeffy X could do a show on his own, Timmy? No, no. Jeffy X is incognito. I asked him. He said yeah, he has to he has to protect his yeah he has to protect himself. Yeah, because there's people he stole information that is very private, and they're after him. They want to find him. They and, want and, to, and that would just put his voice on the air, so they'll know who. Yeah, who they'll it is. find out who it is. So, no, Jeffy X cannot do a show. Um, keep giving your grandmother our show. Uh, hey, give us your grandmother's name. So, I'll tell you yeah. what. I, I, the beginning of every show, we'll thank her if you give me her name. Uh, could We could do that, couldn't we, Rob? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Bernice or, uh, or Hazel or whatever her name is, let us know. We'll thank her on every show. I, that, that's cooler than shit, man. 85-year-old. Do, do you remember it. back on the Sunday morning wrestling when we were kids in Kansas City? Uh-huh. The two old sisters, they were yes. twins, yes. that would sit front row every week. Yeah, all-star wrestling. And they're big yes. Bulldog Bob Brown fans. Yep. Yeah, yeah, of course I remember them. They were cooler now. Remember that one time that guy threw a chair and almost hit him? 
and and, and uh, anyhow, one of them came up and threatened him, and he backed down. I mean, oh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. probably they did that all the time. I know, I loved them. I forgot their names, but yeah, they I did. I I can't remember either. Yeah, yeah, thanks for the memory, Rob. That's a great memory. Yes. They were there every fucking Sunday in that auditorium. <laughs> Excellent. Well, this grandma could be our twins. Yes. So, uh, give um, Jeff, uh, Daryl, Daryl in Dodge City, um, give, us, uh, give us a name. Anyhow. First name only. First, first name, name only. only. That's it. We don't do last names here. Um, okay. Nope. Mark, I keep trying to send you mail, but it bounces back. I bet you don't get this. Dave the Dove. Dave, I got it. <laughs> so, I guess send another one? Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. It did. Are you sure you didn't get something wrong? Like, maybe you didn't put the D in it? Because uh, what I understand is people have the problem with the D. They'll do, or B, I mean, douche B, yeah. 66. But I could not yeah, get it, just... it keeps getting left off. Yeah, so it's douchebe66 at uh, yahoo.com. That one got through, so you have the right email. So that one that you wrote, if you can go and look through your sent file, that's the one you go to. Yep. Okay, and then this one. <laughs> I like this one. I didn't read it all, but I just caught the first. Hey, douchebags, I caught three armadillos here in Montrose. Want to come over for a cookout? Smoked armadillo is a real treat. Johnny and Montrose, the third trailer from the power plant, 10 foot away from Jerry and Franco. Is that the other <laughs> two from there? Okay. <laughs> We've got the whole town. Yeah. Uh, P.S. All seven of Montrose residents now listen. The power plant plays a show to ward off pigeons from dumping on the stacks. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Uh, capita, Montrose is our biggest. Thank you, Johnny and Montrose. Everybody there listens, including the hey, power give plant. Me a time, by the way, give me a time and date on that armadillo. I'll be there. Yeah, me too. I may not eat any, but I want to see you smoke those fuckers. Will you eat one? Sure. There you go. Rob will try your yeah, exquisite cuisine at Montrose. There you go. Um... Anyhow, let's take our uh, second break, and we'll be right back with some more bullshit. Sound good? Sounds good to me. All righty. Brick, brick shithouse energy, energy drink. drink. That's, That's right. Brick, brick shithouse energy, energy drink. drink. Make, Make that up for a little girl. Chill out for a little balls. You want to fuck shit up? You want to cross the America? America? Brick, brick shithouse is for you. Please enjoy Brick Shithouse Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere. Because of liability issues. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh, oh no. It's this island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. I can't take my dog to the lake. The ducks keep attacking him. That's what I get for having a purebred dog. <laughs> Next up, things overheard in hell. Dishwalla has the top 10 spots on Billboard Hot 100. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. 
It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Hey, you forever feel your cell phone vibrating in a pocket that's not even in. Douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Okay, well, um, they're, uh, you know, Budweiser or Bud Light stepped on their dicks really bad um, with that uh, Dylan Mulvaney uh, fiasco. Yep. Um, so, now Budweiser is doing the polar opposite, trying to get their uh, dedicated. Uh, um, purchasers back, try to get their sales back. So, Budweiser is now sponsoring uh, Power Slap, is what it's called, with, with a partnership uh, with Dana White and CEO of UFC and the champion of this new sport. Um, okay, so what it is, is it's like a slap boxing deal. Let, let me go through this article here, which was... Um, I think it's from the New York Times. I'm not for sure. Anyhow, the knuckleheads who... Yeah, the slapping competition. Yeah, the knuckleheads who own Budweiser really know how to blow up a brand. First, they subjected their loyal customers to social media commercials featuring flamboyant trans activist Dylan Mulvaney sipping Bud Light while half-naked in a bubble bath. You know how that turned out. Now, they're partnering in maybe the most jarring sport in modern history. A contest of grown men taking turns slapping each other in the face. It'll tell one is so beaten and bruised he can't continue. And it is brutal. My God. It makes me squirm, dude. Yeah, it's an up-and-coming sport. Oh, people love it. Me, it's not. I'll watch a little bit of it, but then I find it disturbing when somebody's face puffs up to where you can't recognize them. It's like, Dude, uh, I've seen people receive instant concussions. Yes. Just uh, watching it on TV. You see people the size of Andre the Giant with hands about the same size just destroy someone's face. Oh, my God. Turns it to hamburger. Yeah. The sport is known as Power Slap. It's part of Anheuser-Busch's six-year, 100 million-plus branding partnership with Dana White, the CEO of UFC, and the champion of this new sport. If you know anything about White, you know he's a brilliant businessman, well-versed in the art of the deal. Based on everything we know about Anheuser-Busch, it's fair to see this is among the biggest branding overreaches ever imagined, a desperate Hail Mary from the lunkhead executives who brought Mulvaney, who thought Mulvaney was a smart marketing move. And I'm going to attribute this to the New York Times, but I'm not sure if that's who done it. I think that's where the article came from because it didn't print out at all. So there you go. So, Rob, you got something you want to go into? Yeah. Um, I ran across something. I've always wondered. I'm pretty sure you know the answer. Okay. And I ran across this on Loudwire. Okay. Why does ACDC's Angus Young wear a schoolboy outfit on stage. I honestly don't have any clue. Oh, I figured you did. No. Before Young debuted the schoolboy uniform on stage with ACDC in 1974, 
a domed bizarre stage costume such as a gorilla suit, Zorro mask, and Superman suit. <laughs> I didn't know this. In the early days, the band tried out different outfits on stage, including some of the era satin threads. But at one point, Young's brother and fellow ACDC guitarist Malcolm Young decided the band needed an image overhaul for a gig at Sydney's Victoria Park. It was then that the schoolboy get-ups origins came by way of a suggestion from Angus's sister Margaret, who thought it would be amusing for Angus to perform in a school uniform as a nod to his youthful appearance and the fact that he just left school when the band formed. Wow, very that's cool. That's how he did it. That's how it came about. I had no idea, man. That's a great little uh, article there. Thank you. I Honestly, I've always wondered that myself. I really have. I, yeah, I always wondered it, too. I mean, I was just like, okay, I guess that's his gimmick because he's small. I just yeah. thought he did that because he was short. You know, he looked, he looked like he could be a toddler because of his small stature. Yeah. You know, so, anyhow, wow, very cool. Um, did you know um, that uh, holiday parties, office holiday parties, are gaining steam again? Because yeah. they were shut down for so long because of COVID, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the share of companies with 2023 holiday party plans has risen 7.4% points compared to 2022, according to a survey. Work parties to ring in the holidays during business hours appear to have gained popularity with more than half of the companies, 58.1, saying they were scheduling theirs for during or near the end of workday this year. Gallagher, Gary, and Christmas said, and that is a, uh, a survey that, that did this, with the 2023 year-end holidays fast approaching, many U.S. companies say they will have holiday parties for their workers. Nearly two-thirds, 64, 64% of the U.S. companies will do face-to-face -face festivities this year, according to a survey from Gall uh, Challenger Gray and Christmas, I guess is the name of it. Uh, okay, despite companies approaching the end of the year cus uh, cautiously due to the economy, they are ready to celebrate with their teams, according to our findings, and want to do in-person um, um, uh Christmas parties, but there's Christmas parties have changed. There's a little alter to it. Most companies are going away from having you come in on a certain evening with your spouses or whoever, right? What they're yeah. doing is, is Friday before everyone leaves, they dedicate two hours to this, in air quotes, office party for everybody in the office. They're not including spouses because they think that that's just too much trouble, you know? They often, someone gets drunk and spouse is mad or whatever. So they're doing more office parties, but they're doing it at the end of everybody's shift. And you're getting ready to go into the weekend, the Christmas weekend. So they usually have that party that Friday or Thursday, whenever they let off work. And it usually lasts about two hours. And it contains some alcohol, but not a big selection of alcohol. Uh, soft drinks, food, music, and prizes. So, there you go. That is a new form of office parties. Cool. Yeah, very cool. So, um, we got a guy here that was shot in the balls. 
Oh, wow. Yep. Um, a Let's friend of Glenn, Glenn's, Paul Carpenter, says he rushed over to his buddy's house after the gunshot. My thought was, he was okay, you know. Is he dead? Is he alive? I didn't know. But they said he was okay, and you know it wasn't life-threatening, Carpenter recalled. According to police, Glenn was able to get the gun away from his ex-girlfriend. She pulled the pistol out and shot me, and I proceeded to take the pistol from her at that point and, the gun, and, and got her down, explained Glenn. But by that time, I noticed she had grazed my left testicle. Uh, yeah, he is going to be okay, and that uh, happened in Vermont. So. Wow. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, Anyhow, uh, there is a survey, but you know what, I don't think I'm going to go into that because it's pretty in-depth. It's about how all the different generations use social media, but I'll give you a little rundown, but we'll go into it more probably next podcast, but here's what the, here's what the rundowns are right here is um, baby boomers use Facebook, Gen Xers use Facebook and Instagram, um, millennials use Instagram threads and uh, and um, some other damn it um, I forgot uh, but they use them in different ways and there's like a big article on the different ways that they use them and and it's like basically like this and I'll go into it in another podcast but baby boomers and and Xers use it for communication forms of communication where the younger generations use it as snippets of their life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, I mean, if you're interested in that, that'll be another podcast. The article itself is 10 pages long. So, I think what I would do is just write down the bullet points and go from there. But yeah. Did you, you know? Gotta have time to do that. Exactly. <laughs> and which I don't. And neither do you right now. January is new coffee creamer season, and this January uh, January is coffee creamer month. Did you know that? No, I did not. Most people don't. And this January, Coffee Mate and Ego Waffles are collaborating to offer Ego uh, Coffee Mate waffles with maple syrup flavored creamer. According to the creamer brand, the coffee enhancer features notes of toasty waffles, rich maple syrup, and warm butter. Coffee Mate Ego Waffles with maple syrup flavored creamer will be available for a limited time at retailers nationwide this January in a 32-ounce bottle with a suggested retail price of $4.69. So, there you go. If you like Egos and waffles, good deal. Um, I'm going to clean up a couple other small articles here. And they're actually getting kind of old, so I need to get to them. Um, Ozzy Osbourne may have a number of health issues, but he's not counting himself counting himself out just yet. The legendary rocker, 74, was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease 20 years ago, and he has dealt with a number of medical problems since. But he is saying posi- he is staying positive in a new interview with Rolling Stone UK. Osbourne admitted, "I'm getting pissed off reading the papers, and they're saying things like." Ozzy is fighting his last battle. He's sung his last paranoid. You know, I don't even think about Parkinson's that much. 
At that point in the conversation, he held his arms out and the reporter noted that he showed very little signs of tremors that are common in people with Parkinson's disease. Still, he is aware that the majority of his life is behind him. I said to Sharon that I smoked a joint recently and she said, what are you doing uh, that for? And it, it'll fucking kill you, he recalled. I said, how long do you want me to fucking live for? At best, I've got 10 years left and when you're older, Time, uh, time picks up speed. In September, he had an operation done on his spine to correct injuries suffered during a fall in 2019, his fourth in relation to the incident. So, uh, it's really knocked me about, he said. The second surgery went drastically wrong and virtually left me crippled. I thought I'd be up and running after the second and third, but with the last one, they put a fucking rod in my spine. They found a tumor in one of the vertebrae so they had to dig all that out too. It's pretty rough, man, and my balance is all fucked up. So, anyhow, he went on to say that he might do one or two last shows if, if those surgeries went well enough, but I, it kind of looks to me like they're not saying anything more like that, and that article came out like two months ago. Yeah. Uh, I have heard virtually nothing, which would indicate to me like there's probably not much change in his situation, which means he'll probably never do a concert again. I hope he does. I want to see him do I, at least one or two last ones. What now? What? I, I forget where I read it recently, but I read a report where he's wanting to put out another album. Yes. Yes, and it's a matter of logistics. He's been using uh, um, Andrew Watt... Yeah. Who is a very good guitarist and an even better producer, it turns out. He's produced uh, a lot of the pop bands that you know of right now, the big ones, uh, plus Elton John, Ozzy, and some other big-name stars. He's the one that put together the all-star uh, Patient Number no. 9 album and produced it for Ozzy, which contains people in it like Jeff Beck, uh, R.I.P. Jeff right. Beck, uh, uh, Eric Clapton. Yeah. Um, Zach Wilde, Tony Iommi, um, I forgot, um, who's a drummer, shit, the drummer for the Foo Fighters, uh, I forgot his name, also Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses, um, yeah. oh shit, there's, there's so many different people that guested on this album and helped write a lot of it, I, I mean, like the, the patient number nine with Jeff Beck, you hear Jeff Beck's guitar influence all over it is just masterful. The, uh, the main song and the other hit was One of Those Days and it, with Eric Clapton featuring Eric Clapton. You could hear definitely hear Eric Clapton's influence in that. And uh, yes. another very good song, but it was really cool. The Zach songs, the Iomi songs were good too. Um, but to me, I was more interested in hearing the different influences like um, Eric Clapton and like Jeff Beck. So it, it was a great album, and I would love to see Andrew Watt produce another one, but he's so busy with these other bands, I hope he has time. Because I'll put it like this, I don't want just an ordinary Aussie album. If he's going to do another one, I want it up to par like Patient Number 9, and then the, uh, uh, I forgot the one before the Andrew Watt. Uh, um, anyhow. Um. Um, shit. Anyhow, it had a, an Elton John song, Under the Graveyard. Yeah. Um, 
uh, it had a Elton John on it and just a, a slew of other people. So I would want an album that is really up to par. I wouldn't want the typical Zach Wilde using that, uh, um, oh, that, uh, what do you call it, that guitar tone, that real heavy one. I forgot what they call that. But anyhow, um, I don't want just a regular Ozzy album. I want something spectacular, spectacular to follow up his last couple of albums. So if it's just going to be an ordinary album, I say don't do it, Ozzy. But if you're going to do this like you did the last couple, bravo. I'd love to hear it. Yes. So... Anyhow, I think uh, you got anything you want to add, or I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Does that sound okay? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Everybody, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Have a good day, everybody. Have a great day. Bye. Everybody go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.